Ladies and gentlemen, here we are once again. Welcome to the Sofa Chronicles. My name is Josh, and yes, it, it uh, the rain has done wonders for my allergies. That's why I sound so healthy. Um, with us, as always, perfect attendance on the show. Again, the handsome hunk of Rojo, Mr. Jacob Giles. Hey, gorgeous. How you doing there, adorable? I am a hot mess. It was a hot mess getting started today, and well, here we are. We're finally rolling. I'm exhausted for real, bro. It's been a the first weekend, and I don't know how long that I have not worked, and I have been taking my babies here, there, and everywhere. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's been great. <coughs> we did a pumpkin shoot today. I heard. What yeah. was it, what was the other thing you you did? Other thing. Whatever it is you baked for. Oh, uh, I made happy corn yesterday for Friendsgiving, and then I took some today to uh, the pumpkin shoot. My son, who has never fired an AR-15 before today, asked if he could shoot it, and I said, absolutely. Let's see how you do. And, you know, he went full potato and mag-dumped it. And mag-dumped everything he shot after that because he said, wow, that was awesome. So, there we are. We've got another American. I mean, I see nothing wrong here, other than you know, his first his first time shooting a rifle like that is just all or nothing. Yeah, it was an expensive day. Per <laughs> a lot of a lot of rounds went through today. It was four to seven dollars a box. She, you're probably right. Uh, close. But we got a guest on here. We do have a guest. We have another Lady Strongman guest on the show today, and she is a fucking gangster, Mr. Giles. Do you know why? Uh, well, when you booked it, she was one name, and now she's another? No. no. Uh, she is a gangster because after she competed at Alabama's Strongest Man this past year, uh-huh. uh, with a heat index of 118 fucking degrees, she left to go alligator hunting. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, I'd love to hang out with all you guys after after today, whatever y'all go decide to do, but I'm going to go catch gators. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the fucking crocodile hunter, but here. Uh-huh. And not only that, just many, many accomplishments in the sport of strongman. She was also, I believe, a powerlifter. She recently got married. Congratulations to her and her betrothed. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss... Olivia Welch, otherwise known as Livy. Hello, ma'am. How are you today? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm excited. Never uh, done we, this before. Really? Never? Never. Oh, okay. she said it with authority. Never. Okay. Never. Okay. <laughs> she she was pulling out the sandlot right there. She did. Forever. Ever. Ever. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Oh well, my god, exactly. So one day when I'm famous, y'all can say, hey, we had her here first. Yeah. We had her on the podcast first. Just remember us little people so you can sponsor us. <laughs> For sure. When when uh when Welch Athletics gets off the ground, just remember us little people. Yeah, just shout us out one time. It doesn't have to be a real one. Like just a little Definitely. flash of a little sticker we're gonna send you. Hey, yeah, like so put our you. put our insignia on your forms at your gym where just hand out stickers. Yeah. <laughs> We don't ask for much. That's cool. I mean, you definitely, can, I can do that. You, I mean, if you have to, just put us on like the side of the water fountain or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can have us playing in the gym. Do what? 
She could have us playing in her gym. It's going to make a lot of people feel better about themselves. It is. It's like, wow, who are these fucking idiots? <laughs> you want to listen to dumb? I got you, fam. It's like, hey, I want to have something on that requires no brain power. Boy, have I got a show for you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, the second episode, there's a little bit of brain power in that one. Yeah, it's just because it's Jon Stewart. Yeah, then it just goes, it's gone. That's the only reason why there's brain power is because it's Jon. You know what? She's going to bring the brain power today. She's bringing the brain power for sure, but she is also bringing a level of gangster that I have not achieved in my life. <laughs> hey, I think I invited you to go alligator hunting with me. You did, and I unfortunately mm-hmm. I could not go because I had to go get my children. Oh, you could have yeah. took them. Well, I mean, too. Also, who would want to go alligator hunting after competing at ASM? I mean, it's I would have went. Me. I would have complained about it, but I would have went. It was pretty miserable. Yeah. How late were you out? Um, gosh, that night, I don't think we actually stayed out as late as we normally do. I think we got in about, um, probably one o'clock that morning. Jesus. Normally. I mean, of course it depends on if we actually see an alligator or kill an alligator, but I mean, normally we're out from sunset to sunrise. 6 a.m. is usually when we're headed back. No, but that night was pretty brutal. I was so tired. Jeremy shell was actually with us that night too. He had, you know, he didn't compete, but he was there at the comp and he wanted to go. So I was like, let's go. And I think me and him were about to die. I didn't know Jeremy went. He did. He went that night. And, um, I told my dad, I was like, we got to go. We haven't seen anything. Let's just go in. I got to go to sleep. Yeah. So, and uh, did you have to work Sunday or no? No, I was off, so I slept all day until probably until work the next day on Monday. I Very slept. good. <laughs> Very good. So, yep. ma'am, tell us what. Um, just give us some background. How you got in the? What got you in the gym? What got you in the strongman? Where you started? You know where you're going? All that kinds of stuff. Just. Tell us about Livy. Okay, cool. Well, honestly, I haven't been in the sport, I mean, just a little over a year. Um, I started with Tyler in October of last year. Um, And I guess what actually really got me into the gym in general was um, back in like 2018, I think, I was... I was in a pretty crappy place in my life, like just myself, you know, I was really overweight. I think I was pushing like 260 pounds then. Um, and just never had no experience in the gym, nothing at all. Just, you know, was just kind of going through life, like whatever. And I woke up one day and just realized like, this is not who I am. And this isn't the life that I want to live, you know, Um, I was so miserable, you know, like I was just very unhealthy, (sighs) couldn't get up off the floor easily, you know, just, I mean, chronic pain all over. So like, I mean, one day I just woke up and was like, okay, I'm making a change. I'm going to get through the weekend and Monday I'm just starting a whole lifestyle change. So that was in like August of 2018. I joined Planet Fitness (laughs) because, you know, I had literally no experience. So I was like, well, this should be a good start. threw all the junk food away in my house, you know, made a whole complete like 
180 on my diet. Um, started like watching YouTube videos of workouts and stuff like that. And just, you know, kind of started my journey there. And once I lost a good amount of weight, I realized like, Hey, I'm kind of strong. Like, let me, let me actually touch these, these actual weights. Cause I was like getting on a few of the machines and doing mostly body weight stuff. So I started working out, you know, like doing some pretty heavy squats and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. And this randomly one day, this guy approached me at Planet Fitness and he was like, hey, you're pretty strong, but you could do better. And at first I was like, oh, like I was kind of offended, but then he was like, no, come like, come lift with me. I'll show you how to squat properly, you know, because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And so he shows me how to do like a proper back squat. He shows me how to deadlift and stuff like that. So I started kind of delving into the world of power lift, powerlifting. And um, he was, you know, he and I actually um, moved over to Club Four after a couple of years. And this is pretty funny because this is how I, like, if I wouldn't have moved over to Club Four, I would not be talking to you guys today. Because one random day, um, it was like a random Thursday I was off work. I went to Club Four at like 10 o'clock that morning. And I normally went to the gym at like four or five in the morning before work. And on my off day, I just rested. But I woke up this day. I was like, I'm going to go to the gym feeling good. I was there and on like I had just finished doing some squats and I was on like, you know, one of those booty machines, you know, like the one you sit on and you like move your legs out. And Sudden, you know how like when you're outside on like a sunny day and the freaking sun goes away because a cloud moves in front of it. Yeah, that was that was what happened to me. But it was John Bass. <laughs> My brother, <laughs> dude, it was John Bass. Like I feel this like tapping on my shoulder that felt like a freaking hammer. And yep. I turn around and there's this monster of a man. Like, I'm like, okay, is this the freaking mountain from Game of Thrones? Like, what is happening? Close. He's standing. Be- yeah, he's standing behind me. And I'm, I had my headphones in, my music's blaring. And I just look at him and I'm like, oh my God, sir, did, did you want this machine? Uh, like, you know, sorry. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> It's funny for two reasons. One, because knowing John Bass for who he is. And two, just me having the thought of John Bass on those machines doing the hip abductors, you know, in and out, in and out like that. Oh, that's such a wholesome thought. Hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, I can move. And he's like, oh no. Um, I was just wondering where you got your shirt. And I was like, uh, okay. Um, and I was wearing an A7 bar grip shirt. Okay. And, you know, so I told him, I was like, oh, I ordered it off this website, whatever. And he was like, okay, so you must, you must do some like pretty heavy stuff. And I was like, well, kinda. I mean, I'm not like, I just, you know, I do some squats and some deadlifts here and there. That's it. Like nothing crazy. And he was like, well, have you ever heard of AMP? And I was like, excuse me. He said, AMP performance, the gym. And I said, no, I've never heard of it. And um, he was like, well, you should come, you should come check it out. You know, they do powerlifting there, strongman, Olympic weightlifting, you name it. You know, just, just come check it out on a Saturday. We do these things called strongman Saturdays. And 
it'd be cool for you to come and, you know, see what it's about. And in the past, I mean, if that would have been happened to me like a year before that, I would have ran away and like never spoke to him again. But like, you know, after being in the gym and losing the weight and stuff, you know, my confidence really grew. Like I was the shyest person in the world. I would not speak to anybody. Always walked with my head down, like, you know, whatever. And so I want you to know that I have a hard time believing that. I I swear. Like I was, (laughs) I was just, you know, not out of my shell for years, like for pretty much my entire life. And then, you know, so he invited me and I found him, I think on Instagram, sent him a message and was like, Hey, I'll come check it out. Just, you know, like, let me know when you're there because I don't want to show up and not know anybody, even though I'd literally met him for five seconds at club four. And so I think it was just a couple of weeks later, I showed up at AMP and I walked into that place and there's these, I, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I see people doing, you know, like the powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting. And then I walked to the strongman side and they're like throwing kegs and stones and logs and everything else. And literally two like a week prior to that i had no idea that the sport even existed yeah so i mean no idea that anything like even just regular powerlifting, like or you know olympic weight like you know i was just it wasn't something that i followed or really knew a lot about and so i walk into this place and i'm like who the hell are these people like these people are like on another level so um yeah that that's kind of how I got my start in in powerlifting that day. You know, there was a a meet that was coming up in like like a month later over um, at Aces Better Bodies. In, okay, I can't remember where where that is exactly. Anyway, it was a powerlifting meet, and John was like, "You should you should look into that and try it out." I was like, "Sure, yeah." So I, that was another thing that kind of I surprised myself and did like I you know, signed up for this competition that I knew nothing about. (laughs) And, you know, I talked to Mark, who was, he was, that was the guy I was telling you about that kind of, you know, started getting me into heavy weightlifting, talked to him about it. He had done a powerlifting meet before. So he kind of coached me a little bit before the meet and was like, yeah, just go in there, do the best you can, you know, and see if you like it. So I did that meet um, and it, it went great. Like I loved it. It was, I had a blast. And kind of dabbled a little more in powerlifting for about six to eight months after that meet. And I really didn't progress much because, of course, I didn't have a coach. And what one thing I've learned is having a coach is, like, super important when you're going to do a strength sport, you know? Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, I kind of – I didn't really progress much. But in the back of my mind that whole time, I just kept thinking about – those stones and those kegs and the log and all that stuff that I was seeing those guys doing at AMP that day. And I was like, you know what? I think I might go and give Strongman a try. So it was probably about, it was months and months later. Um, John Bass had messaged me a couple of times, just checking on me over the months. It was like, Hey, what's up when you coming back to AMP? I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like whenever I can. Finally, I was like, screw it. I'm going back. So I went back on a Saturday again met up with John there and just kind of tested out like the stones, the log that day. I can't remember exactly. Oh, I think I did yoke. Um, 
And I was like, this is it. Like, this is where, this is what I want to do. So what do I need to do to get started, you know, to, to be able to compete, you know? And so Chris Stewart was there that day. And Chris Stewart, I mean, he was like, look, if you want to compete and you really want to, you know, do good in the sport, you need to hire a coach like now, you know, like you can't come in here with no prior knowledge at all and teach yourself how to do all of these implements. I mean, you could, but it would be really hard, you know, and also doing the proper programming, you know, as far as like getting stronger in between, you know, so um, he told me about Tyler and so I found Tyler on Instagram that day and sent him a message and was like, Hey, you know, I need a coach. Um, you're at AMP. I'm, I'm going to be at AMP. So let's meet up and talk. So I think it was probably a week or so later I met Tyler. Um, we had a good talk and everything. And he was like, yeah, let's, let's do this. So that was October of last year. And now here I am. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so it was, was Mill Monster your first competition in Strongman? It was, yeah. You, oh, wow. Okay. Was, yeah, <sighs> you were there. Was that your first or no? That was my second. The first one was uh, Battle on the Bayou the previous October. Okay, cool. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Mill, Mill Monster was my very first. Comp. What a hell of a start. <laughs> it was. It was so much fun. And that kind of solidified the fact that I knew that I wanted to do strongman like while I was training prior to that comp, but actually being there and going through the whole day, you know, meeting you. Cause that, I think that was the first place I met you. Right. Um, I think we had you bumped into each other at amp a time or two, but actually like, yeah. Hey, I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Livy. Uh, where yeah. I met you and Thomas. Um, I think so. Um, yeah, well, you shared your chicken wings with me. I did share my chicken wings. Those delicious, delicious chicken wings that were there. <laughs> they were so good. They were so good. Um, Where were they from, though? Uh, Some dude yeah. that has a barbecue pit up there rolled his portable rig up there and commenced to cook it. And that was, it was hard to go back to competing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro. Yeah. I think Thomas got some food from him. Um, I had like my snacks and stuff that I'd brought. Cause I was like, I can't eat like a whole entire meal in the middle of competing. And you know, that would have, wouldn't have been good, but I did eat a bite of your chicken wings and that was the perfect pick me up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, they were so good. <laughs> I, was like, I can understand not eating during the meat, but sometimes it was like, you may have to go full potato. Oh, don't look at me, bro. I'm full <laughs> potato all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I am. Uh so that's awesome. Yeah. It, was that that's probably the only one you competed novice to, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause that she actually, fucking destroyed everybody. I actually, <laughs> yeah, actually I placed first that day. It was um it was tough. It, that the, I can't remember the girl's name who placed second, but she was <sighs> a tough competition. Like she did so good. I didn't, I mean, we were neck and neck all day. And so I think I pulled it out by doing, um, I got all, it was a six stone run, wasn't it? So I think I got the first five. Uh, it was five stones for credit. Okay. The six stone was for money. 
right? Yeah. So I got the first five and um, I think that's what solidified first place for me was I think she had only gotten three and yeah, I, I wanted that six stone so bad, but didn't happen. I almost tried. I was, I was in the process. I was about to grab it and then uh, they yelled time. Of course, I think they yeah. said you could have tried it even after time went out because it didn't count. Um, right. But Fox was there, and Fox was, you know, he was he was as happy as hell that I got the first five. And I was like, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Let me go to get, let me, yeah. let me let y'all torture me and peel this electrical tape off of my non shaved arms. Yep. No, it was duct Man. tape. It was you duct said, tape. I was going to say, you said it was duct tape. It was duct tape. We used electrical tape. At um, where was I? I might have been amp that day. Might have been might have been one day at amp where we use electrical tape. Oh, been, no, that was the first time I, I did stones. Yeah, I feel like I remember ripping duct tape off of your arms. Once. You did. You. Okay. It was either you and Sky or you and Amanda. I don't remember specifically. I know you were involved because you were having entirely too much fun. I was going to ask: Does yeah. she? Does she get the pleasure <laughs> of just? Ripping it off and listening to you, like, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, he was screaming, <laughs> yeah, from the elbow to the wrist. You had duct tape from your elbow to your wrist, yes, both arms. I can see why you would yell, yep, because uh, somebody forgot to bring <laughs> actual athletic tape. Who is that? Somebody. Yeah. Might be the fat guy at the other end of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> the fat guy on the other end of the sofa, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. That was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Has it happened again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it has not. <laughs> you can see, I can see you now rolling up to the competition with stones and someone's like, I forgot it. You just open a duffel bag with 7,000 rolls. Oddly, I got enough, you. oddly enough, um, at the Christmas party, the Strunker Christmas party last year, that was one of the prizes was like a box, a box of KT tape, not KT tape. Um, impact uh, tape. Impact tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 47 oh, colors wait. of tape later. Hold on. Oh, no. Did you? Wait a minute. No, it was me. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, goodness. I fucked it up. Oh, goodness. It's. I don't know. We're about to find out. Livy, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear him? Uh, barely, but I can Bare- also hear myself again. All right, hold on. All right, all so right. We're back. We're back. We had a slight technical difficulty when yep. the microphones decided to unplug itself. I'm the problem. It's me. No, not this time. It was just microphone. Yeah. Well. Good thing we don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine if they would have heard what you sounded like before this started. Uh, but like the podcast in general? For this episode, yeah. What, what did I sound like? You sounded like one of the Snapchat filters. Oh, yeah. That was... You sounded like a 12-year-old who was like using the filter to sound higher than what he sounded like. Oh. Yes. I was going through puberty. Twice. This ball. <laughs> <laughs> Please pass me. The, I want so, to play football. So uh, hopefully the audio didn't take a whole shit. Uh, she said that I sound a little bit uh, 
crackly or something like that. No, I'm talking about from wherever the mic got unplugged and I was still talking because I was I was rambling away, just you know, Mm -hmm. me myself and I just talking, 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 talking. You talk? No. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's hard to believe. I, I couldn't imagine that. I believe where we were was talking about how much enjoyment she got ripping duct tape off of my body. Uh, that was part of it. Yeah, we were there, and then you said someone got a box of the roll for a Christmas gift or yeah, a prize. at the Strong Crew Christmas party, which is coming up. Are you going to be there? Okay, good. Very good. Awesome. I am looking forward to it as well. Wait, 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 wait. Now there's now it's not recording her. Fuck. What? What's going on? Man. Oh, okay. Hold on. I can hear her just I fine. Got it. I think I think I got it. Oh. All right, try now. Try it now, Libby. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, now it's picking yeah, up. Yeah, now it's gonna have her feedback though. Keep yeah, going. I can hear I can hear myself again. Shit. Try now. Should we pause it? No. Let's, We're just gonna let it ride. Yeah, we can let it ride. All right, go ahead, ma'am. Okay, I'm I'm here, still here myself. Uh, How nope. bad is it? Um, <laughs> not terribly. Could you hear her? I mean, I can hear her just fine. Oh, then let's try this. I'm I'm having no issues currently, other than my sinuses. Can you try now? Yes. I hear. Do you still have um, feedback? Oh, I don't. I have nothing now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure we shouldn't pause it? No, we're fine. I figured it out. It's good. <laughs> She's going to let it go. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that smart with this, but uh, I realized what I did. I muted me, and then I was like, oh, it shouldn't be that bad. And then I muted you on accident, not realizing what I did. Is she so, still there? Yeah, she's here. I'm here. Oh, yeah. there she is. Now yeah. I can hear her again. Well, she wasn't saying anything. She was listening to us being dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember it's, that thing that we said when we are like, hey, you want to put somebody on the radio to let your people in the gym feel better about themselves? Yeah, it's yep. us right then. Welch Athletics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm just going to be over here being dumb. Uh, well, I'm dumb everywhere I go. It just kind of goes with me. I'm dumb everywhere, man. So... <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't dude. sorry i was just getting a message from aaron tate love you miss you oh i love her She's she so is cool. so awesome so awesome okay so yeah. you were asking me if i saw what damien is bringing to the potluck no i did not and oh my god i can't wait to hear this okay uh i was trying to find the screenshot that i had of it so i could send it to you because it's so funny but you know how you can put in like your name and what you're bringing as like a dessert or side dish or whatever. Yeah. His dessert is caramel coochie pie. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That That's sounds like name it. Caramel <laughs> coochie I pie. Like, I was like, well, I've never had that before, so I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. It's that that doesn't surprise me. It's Damien. That doesn't surprise me at all. Probably misspelled. If I had to guess, he didn't <laughs> spell it right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, I could just hear him talking about. I don't know the fuck this shit is. Goddamn, like it's caramel coochie pie, whatever you call it. The hell. 
And I'm so excited. That party is going to be so fun again. It's so much fun. It was so much fun last year. Definitely. I was not prepared for what I was coming to last year, but, you know, it was a good time. It was a good time. So, uh, Mill Monsters was your first one ever. What Did you not compete again until Alabama? No, I didn't remember because I broke my neck. That's right. That's what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Fucking gangster. Jacob. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like this is something that's going to follow me for like the rest of my strongman career. What? That you had a broke neck and came back and still fucking kicked ass? Yeah, it's probably going to follow you around. How did you break your neck? Um, I was training for um Southeast. I think that's uh Brandon Spivey's comp. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I was training for the Southeast, and his, one of the events was a max yoke pick. And um, I was seeing what I could get up to, you know, in the gym. I think this was only my second time ever even trying it. And I think I had 550 on the yoke. Stood up with it. And that's what I think initially broke it. Um, but I didn't know it at the time. So when I when I picked it up, it like I just felt something really weird, like in my back. It wasn't painful. It was just this really weird feeling. Um, so I set it down and I was like, that felt weird, kind of shook it off, picked it up again. And it still felt funny. And I was I think I was at the gym by myself that day. So Tyler wasn't there, you know, like watching me. Um, I was so tired that day. I did not feel like lifting. I did not feel like going there doing my sets. And I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to power through it. And I just had the yoke too high. I wasn't Mm. paying attention, had it too high. And it was probably a week later. I was, it, it was in the morning. I was out in my shed gym and all that week prior to, this day I was just feeling really funny. Like my neck felt weird. Like it felt like it just need, I needed to stretch it. I don't know how else to explain it. And then I woke up that morning, went out to my shed gym and was getting ready to warm up for front squats. And I picked up the bar and literally almost collapsed. Um, Like horrible shooting pains down my neck and like down my back and between my shoulder blades. And So I knew something was terribly wrong and I just kind of contributed it to what happened with the yoke because, you know, I just kept having these weird feelings um, up until then. And so I, (laughs) the first person I called was Sky. She answered, it was like six o'clock in the morning and she answered and I told her what happened and she was like, Oh my God. I was crying on the phone with her. I was like, Oh my God, I feel like something's really wrong. What should I do? And she was like, girl, you're fine. Just see if you can get in with the orthopedic today or like your chiropractor, just let them, let them check you out. And so I couldn't get in with an orthopedic cause you know, that was kind of last minute, but I have a really good, you know, chiropractor that, you know, I see all the time. So I called them as soon as they opened And the poor girl, I was crying on the phone with her. I was like, I think I hurt myself really bad, but I don't know what's wrong. I can't explain it. I'm just having this pain in my neck. (laughs) 
And she was like, okay, it's fine. Just come on in. So I went in there and I told them, I said, look, I don't think I need to be adjusted. I think I need to be x-rayed. And they said, okay. So took an x-ray and I waited probably 30 minutes because they were pretty busy. And my, my chiropractor pulled me to the back and he was like, tell me about this yoke pick that you did. So I told him and he said, yeah, you broke your neck when you did that. And he showed it, he showed it to me on the x-ray. It was my C7 vertebrae. It was like the very tip of it was like snapped down. And um, he was like, you need to leave here and go to the emergency room now. <laughs> so that, that's, I'm sure that was I, a lovely thing to hear. <laughs> I, I actually started laughing after I had been crying all morning. I, I wasn't crying because it was painful. I just knew that something was really wrong. And I was literally 10 days out, I think, from Southeast. And I had worked hard to try to, you know, to prep for that comp. I was so excited for it. And I just knew that morning when that happened, I was like, I'm not going to be competing. There's no way. And something's not right. And so he sent me to Providence after... I left him and they were like, yeah, you're not going to be lifting any weights for at least six weeks. It's so, amazing that you break your neck and it's six weeks. <laughs> that's what I was told yeah. after. <clears throat> that's what I was told whenever they said they wanted to do a surgery on my neck. I'd be out six to eight weeks. <laughs> well, luckily for me, I didn't even need surgery. Um, it was just, it wasn't broken all the way through. It was cracked. And so, you know, they, they felt pretty confident it would heal just fine. And it did. I have absolutely no issues from it at all. Good. Um, but yeah, it, it took, it was a solid six weeks before I picked up weight again. Obviously I missed, um, I missed Southeast of course, and I was supposed to do Fox it up. Yeah. Um, but my neurologist that I was seeing, I think I was like two weeks out from Fox it up. I hadn't been training it at all. And my neurologist was like, you don't need to be doing that. You just need to skip it and go back into weightlifting really slowly. Yeah. So, um, missed out on those two. I hated it. Um, you know, cause I would, I really wanted to get those in and get some experience before Alabama. Cause I knew that was going to be a tough competition. And it was, um, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> But yeah, so, I mean, I just spent the rest of the summer basically just prepping for Alabama after that. So <sighs> Good. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm glad your neck healed up um, yeah. without needing a surgery. That is a, honestly, that's a godsend. Um, yes. Oh, I'm very lucky. I mean, cause I, I, I firmly believe it happened that day I was doing the yoke picks. But I didn't realize it for at least a week later. And I was still training that whole week. I was doing deadlifts. I was doing Axel. And just, you know, like I said, I wasn't really feeling much pain. But I just had this weird, like, pinching feeling every now and then. And I was, I remember I was deadlifting a few days later. And I couldn't lock out, like, 305. And yeah. I knew something was up because I was like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to lock this weight out. Like I could get it all the way up, but I just couldn't like get my shoulders back. And 
undoubtedly that's why because I had a broken neck at the time. That's crazy. It's a weird thing. Like, um, there's times where you know you break something on your body and you know it's broke. Yeah. There's there's yeah. no getting around it. But when it comes to your neck, is it is a weird sensation. So like, I don't is. I don't believe I've broken my neck, but the shooting pain that you've experienced, I've experienced it as well. And um mm-hmm. it still happens time to time. The worst thing that I get though is both my shoulders will lock up and my neck will lock up. So if I need to look to the left, I have to turn everything to look left or right. Um, wow. So they want to go in and they want to um, they want to basically grind down some of the vertebrae away from uh, a nerve. And that's my issue, I believe. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it is not a fun time. Not to compare. Or anything, but I had no neck trouble before this past Red Brick Rumble. And I feel like I can really pinpoint when I had when I started having my troubles because I dropped a two hundred pound sandbag on my head and uh Oh wow. Yeah, that was event number two and I and I finished the competition like oh an idiot. Yeah. Um I hit I hit my log, I hit my axle, everything went great. I grabbed 225 sandbag and I said, nope, this it doesn't feel right. So I grabbed 200 and I get it almost all the way locked out and I lost my grip because the first event of the day was a arm over arm truck pull and my grip was, my hands were smoked. It was, it was, I couldn't even, I probably couldn't open a water bottle after that. And oh my God. I was like, I was almost extended all the way out and it slipped off my head and just gah, came down on my neck or on my head. And it was terrible. I, I wanted to go for a 625 deadlift and I didn't, even though I kind of, I guess I should, cause I got 525 for four, you mm-hmm. know, cause if, if I'd have pulled 625 once, I could have walked away from it and finished third in deadlift that day. Wow. Um, doing the sandbag carry. Uh, I got the first four and the last one we had was a 300 pound bag and I got my hands under it. I get down to pick it and I start to come up with it and I got to my shins with the bag and I was like, someone was, it was like someone was peeling my head off. Um, Oh God, just, oh God it was so bad. I dropped it and everybody's looking at me like, well, bro, you had that. I was like, I know I got it, but you know, I'm, I'm walking out of here. With you know, like not in the neck brace because I don't know what I've done to my neck Upright. dropping that bag, <laughs> yeah. and I ain't got nothing to prove to no motherfucker here. So yeah. <laughs> I finished twelfth that day. I wasn't crazy about that because I feel like I could have broke the top ten. That was my first open competition too. So yeah, it is what it is. Fox it up. I didn't really have any trouble with it at Fox other than doing stones. Mm-hmm. But that was that was probably it. And Alabama just it sucked all day. It there's, there's nothing about it. Yeah. It just sucked all day. Oh yeah, no, for, yeah. It 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 was so much fun. But oh my god, you know what I didn't anticipate? How hot those logs were. Yes. And you had them mean, way later in the day too. I had them at nine o'clock in the morning, and they were still fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mine log was like the third event for me. Oh yeah, so they just been sitting there cooking. So, yeah, they were sitting there just, you know, 
soaking up all that heat. And I did not, I just, I guess, just didn't even think about it. Whenever I walked up, grabbed that first log, I was like, oh my God, my hands are melting. Yeah. Let's and do I it. I couldn't use chalk because I'd already chalked my hands twice and sweat it off before I ever grabbed the logs. So I was like, yeah. all right, here we go. <laughs> Hope I don't drop it on my face. <laughs> man good times good times are you you doing it are you doing it again i don't know uh there are some things that we can talk about off mic that uh may affect what i do next year so we'll see we will i think i'm gonna do it again uh, I'm not saying no. I just don't know what capacity I'll be in, if that makes any sense. To Not to allude to anything crazy, but uh, yeah. may have to be shifting gears here, unfortunately. I got you. Yeah. We'll talk about that off mic. Okay, cool. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I just did Rougarou, though. That's, That's what I was about to ask you about. How was that? Oh, it was so cool. It was, um, they had a bodybuilding show and a powerlifting show going on at the same time in the same room. Yeah. Who is the event coordinator for that? Uh, that's Cam. He's from, he's the guy from Atlas, Atlas Strength Shop, I think. Yeah. I can't remember his last name. I don't know what his name is. I don't know it either. So, uh, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the coordinator for that. Um, it was a great time. I met some super cool women. Um, they were awesome. It was all of their first comp, so I got to have some good conversation with them and kind of give them a little advice. So that was really cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, the main reason why I did that show was to get the qualifier for nationals. Um, yeah, that was my whole point and whole reasoning to do it. Did you get so, it? That is. Yeah. Yeah. I was the only one in the open middleweight. So yes, I qualified. Okay. That's well, that's next, good though. That's my next plan. What is that? like? I see with every competition I've done, except for red brick, it's been open or it's been novice and novice is usually pretty stacked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how difficult is that coming into a competition when you're the only one in your class, when you know that you could go out there and just half-ass everything and you're going to get yourself, a, uh, get a get a podium, get a trophy, get a picture and all that good stuff. How difficult is that? Because I know you with the mindset that you have, like you, I, I don't think you could do that. Like you're still going to, like you're still going to go yeah. all out and see what you got. For sure. Yeah. And I did. And so that was kind of my my thought process going in was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to obviously podium no matter what. So I'm not going to kill myself today. But, you know, these girls that are there competing, I want them to kind of see, you know, what I can do and what you can do in open weight. So it was really cool because these girls were they were having so much fun and they were so excited. And so I was trying to match their energy. So when they would go up and do their lift, I mean, they were giving it everything they had. I just, I was like, screw it. I went ahead and did the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I zeroed actually on circus dumbbell because you know, it's circus dumbbell and I had touched one, I think twice before the comp and yeah. just, I messed up my shoulder. And so I was having to use my left arm and I am so uncoordinated and weak with my left arm. So I didn't do great with that event at all. But, 
Um, the second event was deadlift and I actually hit like a 40 pound PR. Nice. Yeah. What'd you get? I had no in, intentions of trying to pull 365 that day. I was like, I'm just going to do, I'm going to start at 305 and it was 20 pound jumps. And then until you, you know, until you fail. So 305 flew up so fast. 325 flew up so fast. And then it was 345. And I thought that that was going to be my max, which was a PR for me too. Yeah. And 345 flew. And Keith Lose was there. He was helping me with my suit and everything. And I looked at him and he was like, you have another, you've got another lift if you want to do it. And I was like, absolutely. Put 365 on the bar now. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was awesome. I did not anticipate pulling that and getting that PR that day, but I did. And everybody, the girls were watching. They were super excited about it. Um, I saw that video too. And, that was the grind and that was, I appreciate it. It was awesome. Yeah, dude, it was, it was tough, but I, I couldn't believe it when I locked it out. I immediately ran off the platform and called Tyler yeah. And he was like, what, what happened? And I was like, dude, I just got 365 on deadlift. And he was, he was shocked because I mean, I think I had a PR like a month or so ago and it was like 325. That was, that was, and I was giving it everything I had. So I don't know what happened to me that day. Like what crawled up my ass, but I pulled 365. Hey, whatever it yeah. was, I hope I get it again. <laughs> hell yeah. So are you competing again before nationals or are you going to stay just nose to the grindstone for that? I think honestly, I'm going to focus solely on nationals. I've got to get my right shoulder rehabbed before then it's given me so much like trouble right now. Um, so I'm seeing a physical therapist for that and she's, she's pretty incredible. She's helping me out with it a lot and it's getting better. So I'm going to focus, I think the entire month of December, I'm going to focus on physical therapy and just trying to do some conditioning work and then probably start prepping for nationals in like mid January and just keep my eyes on that solely. Yeah. That's a good idea. Cause when, when I, is nationals? Yeah. Cause when I get too much on my plate, I get crazy. I, and that's when necks get broken. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to just focus on one thing at a time because what I learned with, with, you know, with the neck break, with the first comp that I did, like, I, I can't be doing like a comp every three months or every four months. Like some, some people can, and <laughs> yeah, that is well, not for me. Yeah. I, I have so, also realized that that is really stupid. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, some people can do it and I, I just, I don't understand it. They are not human and yeah. you know, it's just crazy. So I'm going to, compete with a purpose i guess you would you could say like that was the reason i did Ruguru was to just get the nationals qualifier um got it and now i'm gonna focus on nationals that's it yeah to try to get up you know at least get up to the next level if i can we'll see how well i do but i've got plenty of time to get ready for it oh i have no worries in you none whatsoever but yeah, I've competed this year. I competed in January, April, May, and August, and that was so stupid. Yeah. Um, that's not enough time to heal and then prep for mm -hmm. another one. That's not enough time. 
Um, no, I but, agree with you because honestly, you got to think about it. Comp day, you're giving it every, every, all your effort, you know, for something, you know, that when you're doing it in training, it's broken up during the week or during the month. Yeah. And then on comp day, you're just full send, you know, all the, all the lifts, all the events in one day. And then you've got the adrenaline rush of the comp itself. So I don't know about you, but the day after comps, I'm dead. Like this whole past week after Rougarou, I've been resting. Yeah, no, my, uh, my coach, my brother, Mr. Fox, um, I, and honestly, if if Fox it up hadn't been Josh's comp, I probably wouldn't have done it. Uh-huh. Um, but that's my boy. That's my coach. I had to go show up and show out for my guy. Definitely, Josh and, and Scott are like two of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. They're they're solid goals. Like you can't like there's there. I, I say this about a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people. I, I don't say this about a lot of people. Like they are they are made of their hearts are made of solid gold. And Definitely. you just you just cannot find better people than me. Like like they're in that group. Uh the Tates are in that group. There's another group of people that you just cannot find. Just solid gold people. So for sure. I, and I love them dearly. Uh but if the Fox It Up Classic had been like the Smith It Up Classic or something like that, and it hadn't been Josh Fox, <laughs> I I yeah. I wouldn't have done it because Red Brick kicked my ass. It really did. And I didn't have I a I didn't have a lot of time to recover from that. I really didn't recover at all with my neck doing anything. Cause I just kind of was like, ah, well, I guess my neck hurts now and then didn't really do anything about it. Yeah. And then it was April 1st or 2nd is when that competition was. And then Fox was May 13th. So yeah, yeah, that's not enough time. Not much time. No, it's not. No, I think Tyler had mentioned it to me when I first started, you know, when I first hired him, he was like, normally you want at least three or four months in between comps, you know? And I was like, okay, that seems like a long time. Yeah. And quickly learned. What do we know now? There's <laughs> not a lot of time really. And truthfully, uh-uh. no, it's not like I have not registered for anything next year. Like, well, I say that I've already registered for red brick. Like I, mm-hmm. I registered for Red Brick right after it came out because shout out to Zach Brownsville and the Baptist Health Complex. That was such an awesome competition, and uh, it if you cool. if you ever get a chance to do it, I strongly recommend you do it. Massa is doing some super cool stuff with their with their thing. Mississippi Association of Strength Athletes is doing some super cool stuff. Red Brick's doing some super cool stuff. Uh, the Baptist Health Complex, like if you're ever looking for a gym that has literally everything you could ever fucking want in it for training and recovery, they've got it. So uh, if you're ever in Clinton, Mississippi, if you get a chance to go check that gym out, I strongly recommend you do. Cool. And if you ever get a chance to do that comp, it's unsanctioned. So you ain't got to worry about having a, having cards or any of that other kinds of shit. You just show up and compete, and it's super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. He he actually sent me um a message and sent me the link to the comp and everything and asked if I wanted to do it. And I mean, I I looked at the events. It looks awesome, and I really like the the prizes and the cool stuff that he does for the athletes. I think that's awesome. Yes. Um, and I I I told him that you know if I could get my shoulder rehabbed and I was feeling really good, I may jump in and do it. But I want to focus on 
you know, feeling a hundred percent better before I commit to anything else. Absolutely. You know, especially since I, I'm, my main goal is to get to nationals and just at least do that, you know, get up to the next level at least and just try it out and see how it is. Are you going for your pro card? Honestly, I don't know. At first, like when I first thought about, you know, when I first started doing strongman, I was like, yeah, like a pro card would be something super cool to have. But I don't know. Is it is it true that you can't really do local shows after you get a pro card? According to Mr. Trey Godbold, shout out to the fucking Mack truck that we had in here last week. Once you get a pro card, you can you cannot do local shows like uh, unless there's a pro division, you can't do it. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'd heard him say that. And so I don't know. I mean, I think I would kind of want to stay in the, with being able to do the, the smaller comps for the next couple of years, at least, because they're so fun, you know? And also yes. if I, if I did ever get a pro card, I don't know if I would ever even be that good, but I, I can't afford to travel and go do all those crazy comps all over the country and the world. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a lot. It's it's a lot for me to just get to Colorado to do nationals. Oh, is that where so, it's at this year? Yeah, it's in Denver. That's right. It's in Denver like every year, isn't it? No, last year it was in Dallas. Oh, okay. Was this USS or is this Strongman Corps? USS. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure last year it was in Dallas because I think uh, Jer- Jeremy Shell went, I think. Uh, Maybe. Probably. Somebody went. Somebody went. I can't remember. But yeah, it was in Dallas. Um, and I would have loved to have been able to try it out last year, but then the whole neck break thing happened. And so that put a yeah. damper on that. But And nothing against um, Brandon Spivey. It- no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say it would have, I wouldn't have had much competition experience. And so I probably would have totally ate shit there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what, well, that's what, that was pretty much my first competition experience ever at uh, Battle on the Bayou. Shout out to Matt Farino, who is a wonderful human. Um, I finished dead last at that competition and I ate mm-hmm. a whole bowl of shit. At that competition, but <laughs> I had a blast doing it. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, to the point that I was going to make before I interrupted you, and I apologize um, about your okay. neck break. And, and nothing against Brandon Spivey. I understand what he's trying to do. He's doing great stuff. He's got a lot of things going for him. He's doing super good. I've I've heard no no bad reviews coming coming from his area with Strongman because they're they're kind of having to build the program from the bottom up there. But. Uh-huh. I did kind of think that Max Yoke pick thing was kind of dumb. That like Man. like um, and I get it, like trying to just be the fucking like the me pick yeah. up all the weight, but I I I was wary of that. And yeah, um, when was that? When, when was when was when? God damn it! When was uh Southeast? This it was past in one? March last year. March. I mean, I'm sorry. It was in March of this year. Um, and yeah, Tyler was there and was watching the comp that day. And um, yeah. he said that there were people like popping shit in their legs. Yeah, I think a couple that. guys broke their ankles. Um, uh-huh. 
Like it just kept and it just uh, Damien was telling me about it. And I was just like, God, it's so scary. Oh and yeah. Sure. Fox was I think I remember now it was in March because Fox was like, it's way too close to red brick. Uh, so I'm going to ask you either yeah. pick one or the other. And I wanted to do red brick cause it was for Zach and it was his first one. And he had told me about it at battle in the Bayou. So, um, I was like, you know what? I've already got, this is what I've been training for already. So that's what I'm going to go do. And I didn't do Southeast. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I got a question. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Now I know that we talked about getting the pro card and you can't do the local comps. Uh huh. Could you just drop the card? I don't know. That was that that would have been a great question for Trey. Right, and I didn't think about it until just a few minutes ago. Whenever we were talking about that, because if you if you get the card and you don't compete with it, does it go into next year if you don't compete? Or like, I don't know. Any idea how and I wonder if it's I wonder if it's something I you have, have no to pay clue. for. Yeah, because so the reason why I'm asking, I I keep referring to softball. All the time because I understand how that works. Like you can mm-hmm. you can stop playing a certain class of softball for a year. Like you don't play it in any terms for a year. You can reset your class after that. Yeah. So and I would imagine that you don't have to take the pro card. Like, are they giving you a pro card, like offering you a pro card, or are they just walking up and saying, Hey, you're a pro now? I which I would yeah. imagine they're probably offering it to you. I, I really don't know. I don't either. I mean, we could text them. We'll have to ask. Yeah, that's a a Trey or a Damien or a Chris Stewart or somebody. Like, we know people. We could find out. I mean, I'll, I can send them a message uh, on Instagram real quick. Who? All of them. Well, yeah. For me, if you want to, while we're since we're since we're on the topic of it, that'd be cool. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I'll send one to Trey because uh, he sent me something on. Instagram, uh, the wrestling video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, that, that's what got sent to me. Not, yeah, buddy, oh boy, that was fantastic. It was hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Well, you did, you, did you? Did you? Did you? God damn it! I need more chocolate milk. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to get ready to play Super Mario. Thanks, bud. You're Pre- welcome. Appreciate you. But, um, um, yeah, that I I feel like you could just drop the card, but uh, you probably have to like you know make a call or send an email, say hey, I don't want the pro card anymore, so I can compete in local events. And of that's another travel. thing: when you get a pro card, there is your pro card specific to a federation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I imagine what I feel like is it's probably, I mean, you've reached a certain level where you're competing with the best of the best, you know, that's, that's now, I mean, you're not going to lose your, your strength and your experience and your, <sighs> you know, ability to kick everybody's ass at a local show. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just yeah. because you say, Hey, I don't want the pro card. You know, because I, I imagine that that's why that they don't they don't let pros in to a, a local show because you know they're just going to go in there and clean house. Yeah, you know, unless he's just having a bad day or she. True. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, when you're at that level, I think you probably 
you're probably prepared to know what you're going to do if you're having one of those days. Yeah. But what do I know? Because <clears throat> yes, I, I, I don't have a pro card and um, probably not ever going to have one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. So going to nationals and yep. going. What? Okay. So you hit nationals and you like you do. Um, you do well there. What's next after that? Um, I don't know. That's, that's probably going to be a Tyler question for me. Um, I think that if I do really well at nationals and I feel good, you know, I'm healthy. I would love to try to qualify for OSG. Oh yeah. Um, but that would be, that would be, you know, like, like I said, I'll have to talk to Tyler and see exactly what I have to do. I don't know if I have to have so many comp experiences or if I just have to do the qualifier videos. Um, I think you just have to send them in some videos if you do in like your max of whatever the certain events are. And they they kind of pick who qualifies, basically. According to um who's telling me that either you can't do the qualifier videos, but there is competitions that you can go to to qualify for OSG. Okay. Uh, that was that was a Chris Slater that was talking about that. Okay. So, um, yeah. may have to ask see, him. I don't know if USS Nationals is one. I don't really know. I don't either. Excuse me. I mean, I feel like if you do really well at nationals, you know, if you place in top five or top 10 or whatever, I mean, depending, I guess, on how many is in each class, I feel like you should qualify for something. Um, But I mean, I could be wrong. I have no idea. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I like that. I don't know. Um, But that would make sense, though, because OSG is a world championship. And, right. you know, for certain classes of men's strongman and all women's strongman. Like that's it. Like that's, that's currently as far as you can go. Right. Uh, but Hannah Lindsay shout out to the swampy swamps was talking about, they're working on bringing more strongest woman back and doing other kinds of things there, which I hope they do because there are some, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. There are some fucking gangsters walking around in the female division of strongman, Hannah being one of them. So, oh yeah, I uh, I hope that that happens because you've got her and you've got Lundy and you've got uh, Donna Moore and you've got uh, Nadia Nadia Stowers. So she is a, she is like the Mark Felix of yeah of that group for sure. And, I've yeah. girl all of them. On yeah, hell, I do too. They're like, they're awesome. Following. Like it's yeah, it's not so, just the guys; it's them too. Mm-hmm. That's that would be pretty cool. I I and like I said, when you when you reach that level, just remember us, little people. <laughs> we will send you all oh, the Lord. stickers. We'll, we'll see. As uh, the way things are tracking right now, um, my body may not be able to hold up to it with the whole you know, injuries, but yeah, 
we're learning. That's the cool thing this past year. I've learned so much about my myself, and how much I can handle, I guess. And I've learned to say, okay, you can't go to the gym today and lift because you feel like shit. You know, yeah. like don't go to the gym and just power through it and, you know, do a really crappy job. I've learned to, you know, kind of take a step back and say, okay, I feel like crap today. I'm not going to, I'm going to skip out on lifting today. And it's, and it's okay. You're, you know, I'm probably better for it. I agree. I've had the, I've had to change my mindset too, because I had the same mindset that I've got to do something every day. I've got to go train. I've got to go lift. I've got to go do this other stuff, but it comes to a point where you get strong. Like once you get a certain amount of strength and you're, you don't realize it, and this and this isn't necessarily the case for me. But you know, I'm lifting heavier now than I ever thought I'd ever be able to lift. And you right. know, you look at working sets that were like a PR a year ago, and you're just yes, you're just getting so much stronger. And you realize it's like okay, well, it's it's to the point now where if I feel like shit, then that my whole workout is going to be shit. So maybe yep. I shouldn't do this today, or maybe I should change this movement, or maybe I should just maybe I should just go eat and carb up and relax and try to get ready for the next day to hit it hard the next day. And yeah, one thing that really helped me out with that one is coaching other people. Um, uh, so we've got a, I've got a couple that I'm coaching right now that's getting ready for their first competition in April as well, and they you know. I ask him how you feeling, how you doing, all this other kind of stuff. I was like, well, I'm not feeling great today. I don't know what to do. I was like, well, don't do anything. If you don't feel good, yeah. don't push it. Rest and right. you, you, you're on a four day program. That means you have three days to do whatever you want, even if that means doing nothing. So, yep, move things around if you have to. Yeah, move things around, make it work for you. So. I yep. and you know you've got the the Jocko Willings and the David Goggins and those guys that are out there is like you know train hard every day is like oh, cool they they do train hard and Josh Fox is probably gonna laugh at me when he hears this because I argued with him about this not long ago and then now here I am agreeing with him that you know like those guys are different like those guys are bred different they're built different like they're fucking seals and they're or they're Marine Force Recon or just the guys yep. that I follow that do something every day is like okay well cool. I've never been in a position where I had to do something like that every day. So right. why start now? Yep. Because I don't yeah, know if you've ever, sure. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, too, you got to think of, you know, you're not, we're not, we're not getting paid to do strongman. Like no. this isn't paying our bills. So we have, you know, our day jobs that we go to every day and then family things that we deal with. And, you know, like at the time, whenever um, I broke my neck. I was in the middle of remodeling my bathroom. So we were working all day and then coming home and working on the bathroom till 10, 11 o'clock at night, not getting much sleep. And I was still training for Southeast, at, you know, every day. I mean, I was doing my sets, doing my, you know, everything I had programmed. And when I, sh- what I should have done was say, Hey, I probably shouldn't do this comp. I have a lot going on right now. Or Like I'm going to, you know, take more rest days and do what I can with my training and then just do the best I can at the comp. But instead I was getting up every day, going to work, coming home, training, and then working on the, you know, on the house 
And just, it was the endless cycle every day of just not getting sleep, not getting proper nutrition, probably because I was eating like crap because I was constantly on the go. And, you know, that's what kind of things happen, you know, like that, that's exactly the reason why that happened to me is because I was not paying attention. I was so tired and I was rushing through my sets and I didn't just stop and wait for Tyler to be at the gym to actually show me proper form and how to do this. Cause I had never even done it before. Yeah. And so that's what I should have done. And so I've obviously learned a lot from, you know, that experience. Yep. Pride and ego. That shit's got to go. Yeah, it does. It really does. Uh, it's got to go. And it was a hard lesson for me, for me, especially, I don't know about for you, but uh, I yeah. am eat up with pride. I got it bad. Oh yeah. So. Me too. I mean, that's like when I first came into strongman, I, I was, you know, I was like, I, you know, I went to the gym all by myself and lost all that weight and got really strong with no coach. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel really confident and super strong. Like I was stronger than everybody at planet fitness, you know, of course. But yeah. I move over to AMP and then I was humbled very quickly, you know, <laughs> and I was, you know, I was just like, wow, you know, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, but I still want to get it, give it everything I got. And yeah, I mean, I had a lot of pride coming into it too. Like I was just like, I'm going to smash all these comps. I'm going to do, the, I'm going to be awesome and great. And then boom, next thing I know, like I'm laid up with a neck brace on. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about the first time you walked in the amp. The first time I walked in the amp, it was on a Saturday. Jake was there doing his Olympic lifting stuff, doing, I, I don't know, a thousand pounds overhead, whatever he was doing, some crazy shit that he was doing. Yep. And then you had Keith, Keith Lass was there and Ben was there. Damien was there lifting. Chris Stewart was there lifting. Tyler was there lifting. John Bass was there lifting. Josh Fox was there lifting. Uh, our buddy Will Irvin, they were all getting ready for Alabama. They're there lifting. Drew's there lifting. Fucking Josh mm -hmm. Birch is there lifting. Just these like fucking heavy hitters from all angles that were there. And I walked in and I felt like such a bitch. And yeah. I was like, what? Same kind of things. Like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, these yeah. guys. Like these guys dwarf me not only in size but strength. Like I just it just looked just was crazy to me. That was the first day I'd ever done an eighteen inch deadlift, which I still have the film of hearing Chris Stewart in the background yep. just saying, Pull the fucking weight, let's go. Yes. <laughs> everybody with positive encouragement. Everybody with positive <laughs> encouragement all around is like, You gotta pull that shit, pull the fucking weight, let's go. Oh God, I've yeah. angered him. <laughs> yep, you better pull it. <laughs> and I did. And I, uh, that was kind of me baptizing the strongman there at AMP. And it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was kind of for a guy like me, that's, I need that kind of thing to just be thrown into the shit like immediately. And mm -hmm. I, it couldn't be around better people. You know, y'all that train oh, at AMP, that's a solid yeah. core group of just badass people that all train there. So awesome. Yeah, that see, that's the that that's been the coolest thing out of this whole past year is, you know, the friends that I've made. Everybody has been so positive and encouraging and helpful. 
I mean, I went, I literally came into strongman knowing, didn't even realize it, that the sport existed the week before and knew nothing about anything. And I mean, my first day there, everybody is so helpful. I mean, Andrew Lewis, Lewis Nelson, Keith, Ben, uh, you know, uh, Chris and Damien, everybody has just been so incredible. When, when yeah. they talk, I listen. Absolutely. You know, for sure. I mean, I'm, you know, and, and oh, and Tyler's coach, you know, Chris Jackio too. Like he's, he's been there several times helping Tyler and he'll, he might see me struggling and he will jump in and say, Hey, this, you know, maybe you need to change this or, or do that, or whatever. And I take their advice and I appreciate it so much because they have made me, you know, into the athlete that I am now, you know, yeah. I mean, every time they, they always have some kind of advice that they can give me and I take it to heart and I listen and it's, it's really helped me out a lot. Like I thought I was a good deadlifter before I started strongman quickly learned that my deadlift was freaking shit. Yeah. I had like never was, done a deadlift before I started doing this. Yeah. Like it was a ter I had terrible form and I thought that I was like the best deadlifter ever. <laughs> yeah. And they were all like, um, that looks like shit. You need to change this. And I was like, wow. Okay. And I did. And my, my strength went, I mean, my deadlift numbers went right through the roof when I tweaked some things and made some adjustments from their advice. Yeah. So it, it's crazy because, because I started with Fox like literally mm -hmm. just going to the gym with Fox because him and because Josh and Will Irvin and John Bass were all training for Alabama for 2020. And I just started going to the gym to train with them. Like half of my workout was just trying to fucking keep up with them. Yeah. <laughs> and that was when I learned how to squat. That was when I learned how to bench press. That's when I learned how to deadlift. That's when I learned how to do anything was training right. with those guys. So like I, I I didn't really have much of experience working out gym wise before I started going with them. So I yeah. mean I kind of owe it all to them, really and truthfully. And then coming over to AMP and being welcomed into that family there with Strong Crew and then just all of the people that just it, like if I post something that looks like shit on Instagram, I guarantee you somebody's gonna message me and tell me something about how to fix it. And I love yeah. that shit. Oh me too. For sure. Um, like, hey, I'm not going to be offended at all. Give me your advice, please. Yes. Because you are at a level that I am trying to reach. And so if you tell me something, <laughs> I'm going to listen, you know? Yeah. Fucking so. McGilla Gorilla, um, CJ Hunt, messaged me on Instagram after the last deadlift video that I posted where I failed. I failed a lift at mm -hmm. a weight that I've done for reps. Man, I don't even know how many times. And he sent me a message right. on Instagram. He was like, look, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything like that, but, you know, try this, you know, move your feet, you know, change your hand grip, you know, do all this kind of, you know, just tweak a couple of things. And I was just like, dude, fuck yeah. Awesome. He was like, I hope this didn't come off shitty. I was like, no, bro. No, mm -hmm. you see something I'm doing wrong. Please tell me that goes for anybody, yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah, anybody and any lift, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, if you see me doing something wrong, please save me before I hurt myself. <laughs> Absolutely, because I'm don't dumb and I'm probably it. not going to fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if I don't know, how do you know to fix it? And so 
that's exactly why I welcome any and all advice. You know, Absolutely. I'm definitely still learning so much about this sport. So yeah. Huh? Trey's. Oh, okay. She, he's, uh, he is getting an answer to our questions from Trey. Um, okay. and we're, uh, we're kind of lucky where we are with the sport of strongman, you know, being in the Southeast. Cause we have so much knowledge down here with all these people that are around sure. us. So it's, 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 it's it is a well of knowledge that we can pull from, you know, from, you know, Chris Slater, who's really like the shout out to Chris Slater, the godfather of Southern Strongman. You know, we wouldn't be having this down here if it wasn't for him, really and truthfully. Right. And then, you know, Chris and Damian yeah. and Keith and um, John and Tyler, just those guys around there like that. And you go up north, north a little ways, and you've got, um, you've got Brandon Spivey, and you've got Jared, and you've got um, Trey Godbold, and. Those guys around there and just right across the street from them in Mississippi, you've got the Tates that are just – I mean, Daniel Tate is so smart when it comes to body movement stuff. It's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I love them dearly, by yeah. the way. Just just wonderful people. They, yeah, everybody is. And that's one thing I thought about too is like, you know, when you find someone – that puts a lot of time and effort and is really committed to a sport. They're usually pretty cool people. Yeah. You know, they're usually not going to be just some, you know, freaking jerk or they're usually going to be helpful. And if they're passionate about it, they're going to want to share that with other people. Yeah. For sure. Even, even if they've had, everybody's been so cool. Yeah. Even if they've had no success, like I've had absolutely zero success in the sport of strong man, but I love being able to impart what little knowledge I do have. Yeah, for sure. Uh, me too. Oh, come on. You've, you have kicked ass and taken names everywhere you've gone, ma'am. Don't give me that. <laughs> well, uh, well, 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 nothing. Well, well, I have an answer. You do. Sorry. I was interjecting oh, because that was a good moment to do that. It was. You did very well, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. Because well, before I go ahead, just the old fashioned well, 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 well that we have here. Just keep this in my mind. Anyways, here we are. So from Trey, uh, he said, "I don't believe you ever lose the pro card. You can still compete locally, but the comp would need to implement uh, words implement a pro division." Hmm. So if they didn't have one and they weren't planning on having one, you can't go. That's dumb. Yeah. I mean, that's not dumb. I mean, you work your ass off. If you're if a pro card is your goal and you get it, that's not dumb. That's what you want. But, For sure. Uh, I just, you know, I kind of I kind of think that not like he said, not having one's the way to go. Because I did not know that Evan Singleton does not have a pro card. And look at him. He's done right. very well without it. So maybe you don't need it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Tyler Tyler doesn't have a pro card either. No, he right? does not. He, he wouldn't be he wouldn't have been able to compete at Alabama this past year if he hadn't. Exactly. Right. So yeah. There there's a great example right there. Two time world champ doesn't have a pro card. Yeah. I think he's leaving this week, uh, Wednesday or Thursday for OSG. Yeah, OSG is this coming weekend. 
Oh, I'm I'm so excited for him. Mm-hmm. Got a root for our boy, our boy Tyler Davis. He's going back to defend the title. See if he can be the first one ever to do back to back. I think he's going to kill it again. Which it, we're talking about Tyler Davis, folks. I, I I don't doubt Tyler Davis when he says he's going to do something. So we're yeah, uh, we're going to send him all. all the support and the love and the energy and the positive vibes and stuff. You look like you have something else you want to say, sir. I apologize. Trey said, "Give her a shout out for me because I told who Tr- Trey, Trey, yeah, told told me to give a shout out for Livy for him." So oh yeah, so oh that's cool. Well, go ahead, sir. That was it. He just said, "Hey, basically, oh, hey." I think <laughs> I hope so. If not, he can yell at me later. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking Mack truck, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, yes. So Livy, Trey said, "Give her a shout out for me." So here we are. <laughs> What's That's up, big. Trey? I listened to the whole episode where you talked. It was awesome. That's big. Thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Trey's really funny. Yes. It, it was really funny in Alabama when I see this dude that looks like a fucking Coke machine uh, just stop me as I'm walking <laughs> past him. Hey, when do I get to be on the podcast? And I was like, whatever you want to, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just don't hurt me. Just don't eat. I'll teach you anything. Just don't eat me. <laughs> so then he told me who he was and what he was talking about. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I do I do need to go with you to one of these cons so I can meet some yes, of these Yes, you people. do. You absolutely do. Yeah. I don't know what the next... Oh, they're like, so fun. Without waiting until the next Alabama Strongest Man, I don't know what will be... Will be one coming up around here because maybe, John- maybe I can go to the Christmas party. I mean, granted, I, I don't look like a strong man, but well, uh, I mean, there's some people that don't you would never know that are true, right? But, true. Well, but, it was uh, funny because last year, you know, I brought Thomas and he he said before we got there, he said he was like, I'm gonna be the smallest guy there. And it was funny because when he when we got there, he said that he was like, I'm the smallest guy here. And Jeremy, I think Jeremy Shell was there and he was like, I'm glad you're here because normally it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jer- yeah. Jeremy worried about being small. He's one of the strongest ADKG guys walking on earth today. Dude, he is a freaking monster. He is on my list to get on the show in 2024. I've got a, uh, I ran out of calendar space this year, but we got some big names coming. So I, uh, I had to do what uh, we had to do. What we had to do. So, which, um, I need to talk to Tyler, which is not going to be in the next week. I'm not going to say anything to him in the next week other than go kick ass or something like that. <clears throat> but we are kind of trying to get Rihanna Loveless on here. <gasps> yeah. Would that you, would, would be awesome. She yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Would you want to be part of that? Could that I be a thing? She is so funny. Could could it be a thing? I don't so see smart. why not. Imagine, we, imagine if we got her, Livy, Aaron, um, Aaron Tate. Yeah, like if we could get a group of them to talk about this at the same time. Oh well, we got to get Hannah back in here. If we're going to do that. Yeah, of course. Because Hannah, when Hannah is like in a group setting, mm-hmm. Hannah is fucking hilarious. I'm with it. Yeah, she's she's fun to be around. And okay. Loves rocks. Which some of the yeah. fun, have you listened to Hannah's episode? 
I think I listened to a little bit of it that day I was working and it was super busy. I started, I think I listened to like the first 20 or 30 minutes. Okay. We well, should you, listen you, to all of it. You should definitely finish that one to hear to her talk and, about yeah, rock hunting. Sure. Yeah. Well, she's just like, that's a good looking rock. Why hasn't anybody picked it up? Yeah. Because it's talked a about fucking rock. Stuck in a rock for three months because <laughs> they were wondering if it was going to go Dude. anywhere. She is a beast, man. When when I saw her at Mill Monster, she was one of the judges. I was so starstruck. Kind of, yeah. I was too. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I was like, oh my God, it's Hannah Lindsay. I follow her on Instagram. She's crazy and strong. Oh my God. Yeah. It was so cool. For sure. So yeah, we're we're kind of, I don't know how far, how much progress we've made getting with that on there, but I have spoken to Tyler about it and we'll speak to him about it again. You know what? I'll talk to him about it at the Christmas party and there you go. we'll do that. But you know, I'm going to get, we're going to get Jeremy on here in 24. Uh, Jamie Douglas is coming in in 24. She wants to come in. Um, cool. Because I we're trying to help women with 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 women with strong men to get the word out. So awesome. Because uh, y'all, we we need we just need to brag for y'all. And then, I don't know who else. What what else we got going on? I probably probably should get Drew in here. Um, Drew's been a pretty big supporter of the show, so I need to get to get Drew in here. Shout out to Andrew Lewis. Uh, Man, another another that, wonderful he human. Is my best friend. I love him so much. He is so cool. He's so supportive and he's, he's another one that at the gym, he's, he's watching me. If I need help, if I'm doing something, he corrects me. He tells me, Hey, do this, do that, whatever. He is a, he is another wonderful human and watching him dance at Josh and Sky's wedding is one of my favorite memories. (laughs) (laughs) I took him alligator hunting too. Well, uh, his big ass probably just reached into water and just grabbed him. Right. You would think I, I told him, uh, I think I might've told him, I can't remember. It was either him or Jeremy, the first, uh, newbies on the boat. They have to stick their toes in the water. No, up for us. No, no. Nope. Yeah. So if you, if you go, you got to take your shoes off and wiggle nope. your toes in there to get the alligators. Nope, no, man, the only thing I have to do in life is die and, <laughs> um, die by alligator is not on my list. definitely not no probably should get yeah i need to work on getting drew in here just because you know he's been he's been a pretty big supporter of the show and like like we've said he's just he's just a wonderful human so need to work on getting him in here um so anyway one more one more thing to talk about uh since you were when we scheduled this you were olivia cornelius and mm-hmm. now you are Olivia Welch. Congratulations on that, ma'am. Tell us about uh, tell us about that. Tell us about Thomas. How that how that all came about. He's a uh, another good dude. Uh, I haven't talked to him very much, but uh, what I have talked to him has been uh, has been pretty impactful. It's been pretty funny. He sent me some messages on Instagram here lately when we're doing our mental health series. So. Uh, seems like a pretty good guy. So uh, let's let's hear it. How's that going? Yeah, man. He is so incredible to me. He treats me like a princess. And, you know, I was divorced a couple of years ago. And it was one of those things where I said to myself, I'm never getting married again. I'm not going through this crap again. This sucked. 
And then I meet Thomas and he is the total polar opposite of what I had experienced before. So I knew from a very, from very early on that I had to lock that down quick. I was like, this dude is, <laughs> I was like, he is incredible. Like he, he's so supportive of me, which is the biggest thing. Cause I never had that before. And he loves going with me to competitions. He loves watching me do my weightlifting. You know, he doesn't do anything like that. And so he's like, Hey, do your thing. I love it. Whatever I got to do to help you achieve your goals and support you. I'll do it. And so, yeah, I mean, he's been, he's just been so great. And so we started actually talking about getting married, I think in April and, um, we, we talked about it off and on and he, you know, asked me, well, what kind of ring would you like? So I showed him a couple. Well, it was my birthday this past year and my friend Courtney was like, Hey, we're all going to go downtown and celebrate your birthday. You know, it's a surprise where we're going. Don't, you know, we're not going to tell you. And I was like, okay, cool. So Thomas was working that day. And I was at home getting ready to go to my birthday party and Courtney was at my house and it was getting late and Thomas still wasn't home. And I was like, okay, well, whatever, we'll just wait for him. Cause we were supposed to go downtown mobile. The bars aren't going anywhere. Right. Well, I'm putting on my makeup and getting dressed and Courtney's like, Hey, you have to come on. Like we've got to get to this place. And I was like, okay, well, what about Thomas? And she was like, he's going to meet us there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm literally grabbing my jewelry because she is rushing me out of the house. We get in her car and we're driving 80 miles an hour down the road. And I'm like, where are we going? Well, she doesn't turn on the road we're supposed to turn on to go to Bellingrass. She goes straight and she drives straight to my parents' house. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? We pull in and my parents have a big pond with like a huge patio barn. Mm-hmm. She goes, she starts going down that road and there's a bunch of cars there and they have a dock at the pond and there's Thomas standing on the dock around a bunch of flowers and roses. And, uh, you know, there's a photographer there. And I was like, what is happening? What are you doing? And I was freaking out. And, you know, then I, it hit me like, bef- you know, as we're pulling up, I was like, oh, my God, he's about to propose to me. And I had no idea. And so I get out. I'm crying. It was insane. I go up there and she was trying to get me there to be, to have like sunset pictures of him proposing. And we had just missed it because of course I was just dragging ass. And, but it was okay. Everybody turned on like their car headlights. So the, the lights were shining on us or whatever. And he proposed to me in front of my entire family. Wow. So, yeah, like my entire family was there. <laughs> what a guy. I was so I was so mad. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." And but it was uh, it was totally unexpected. And if anybody that knows me knows that I have a huge family, like giant family, and we're all super super close. So I was so happy that they were all there to experience that moment with me. And so, yeah, that's, he proposed my birthday weekend and then we talked about it and I was like, look, let's not have a wedding. 
you know, like, let's not spend the money on a wedding. Like, let's just elope. And then I got in, in my, my head. I was like, let's elope to the tattoo shop. What? And it, that's just, that's just an excuse for me to get another tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got married. Yeah. We got married downtown mobile and then went straight to the tattoo shop and got matching tattoos. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get our names i think that that's probably bad luck but we uh we both got phoenix tattoos that day and it was it was super cool so that was our wedding day well all right then i mean if it works yeah, it works Halloween. it works yeah yeah if it checks out yeah. <laughs> it's legit we did the whole papers and the courthouse thing I mean, we're, so, we didn't say it wasn't. We're just saying. Yeah, we're not arguing it, whether it was if legit it works, or not. It I mean, if whatever. <laughs> y'all are happy with it. Who gives a fuck what we think? Yeah, <laughs> who gives a shit? That's true. Well, you know, I mean, weddings are so expensive. And they are. I was like, what's the point in waiting? Let's just do it. You know, so, I don't want to have to wait a whole year to marry <laughs> you. You know, I, I wanted us to be um, what I feel like as we should be, you know. <laughs> So, from the experience so, of the two gentlemen in this room, we can both tell you that the ceremony ain't fucking worth it. Not anymore. No. Nope. Yeah. That means shit. <laughs> oh no, I have, I have the same experience for sure. So don't, no worries. <laughs> Good. Are y'all doing any kind of ceremony like that, or like a reception? Like, hey, we got married. Surprise! Those of you that don't know, the tattoo was the reception. Oh. Yeah, it was. It was a. Re- yeah. <laughs> Right. She basically explained it that way. The tattoo was the reception. It was just them. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm just asking. I, mean, I get it. No, I understand why. About, about doing um, like a party or something like that at some point. But oh my God, you know, he just recently started his own business uh, remodeling and stuff like that. And so he did. Let's plug um, that real quick. Yes. Um, he's. He's had a ton of experience with it for for years. And finally, we were talking about it. I was like, why don't you just go into business for yourself? You know, you're you're really good at this. You're where you're working. You're already doing 99% of the work by yourself anyway. So let's do this. I'll support you. So I think it was September 12th was his first day starting out on his own. And he's done really good. Like he's he's booked out pretty much for the end of the year. Great. That's um, good. I'm glad yeah, to hear so that's, that. That's been, yeah. So he's been super blessed with that. I've been helping him out. Like the other night we worked and I got off work and went down to Dolphin Island to help him finish up a job until like 10 o'clock that night just to get it done. And so Ugh. that's another reason why we decided to wait on a wedding planning and all that kind of stuff. Cause we're just freaking busy. Well, you know? what, what do you do for work? I am a mail carrier. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That sounds I'm a terrible. Mail lady. I work for the post office. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is hot garbage. Next. It, no, no argument. No, nothing. Yeah. It, it sucks. So, it's so bad. Y'all like I'm so mis. Well, I'll say this. The job itself is actually not bad at all. I go into the office in the morning put all my stuff together, go out on the route. I'm outside all, all day. I get to see some cool people. I deliver in code in where I live. So I'm like eight minutes from my office. 
And so that's really nice. But oh my God, the micromanaging of the post office is terrible. Uh, no, Mm-mm. we can't yeah. have none of that. No, the benefits are great. You know, it's a government job, but, um, I was a part-time employee for 10 years waiting on my full-time route. Finally got my full-time route. Everything was great. And then they took my day off away. So I work six days a week now. And I took a cut in pay. So I'm working six days a week for less money. Nope. You're a better employee than I am. Yeah. It sucks. And you know, that was another reason why Thomas and I, you know, really talked about him going into business for himself because I was like, Hey, if your business does really well and you need help, like I'm obviously physically capable of helping you. Yeah. And if it gets to a point to where the business is kind of supporting us, I will quit the post office so fast. <laughs> I won't even. <laughs> I won't even give them a two weeks notice. I'll just walk out. <laughs> I can see her now, just walking out, just yelling, "Deuces up in this bitch!" Yeah, deuces. Gone. Ain't none Literally. of you bitches strong enough to stop me. <laughs> nope, that's right. So, mm. so yeah, it's it, you know, it just sucks because you know I spent all of my twenties waiting for this you know, this opportunity to have this full-time job and it's a great job with great benefits. And then it was like, everything just went to shit. It wasn't just me that they did that to. They, they reevaluated basically like all of the routes in the country. So I'm not the only one. Uh, Everybody lost money, days off, all that stuff. It, you know, that job used to be like a really coveted job and people would line up out the door to apply for the post office and it's just not what it used to be. So I don't think I can work six days a week for the next 29 years. Oh, hell no, no, sure, no, <laughs> no, no. I, no. So see, that just makes me feel even more spoiled with my job. My full-time yeah. job. I, we work four tens. See, and that's what I would that that would be my ideal schedule because I love to be home. I love to be lazy and stay around my house and just not do shit. I, no, honestly, ideally, I would love to be a stay-at-home strong woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just not work. But <laughs> I will I will say I miss my weekend shift at Austell. Working 312s. I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Only worked 36 hours. They paid me for 40 and I was mm. off Monday through Thursday. Yeah. That that was a cakewalk of that a shift. wonderful. Wow. Everybody's waking up yeah, that five. Amazing. Yeah. Everybody's waking up five, six, seven on Monday morning. I'm sleeping until noon. Wow. Yeah. Monday's is Monday's Monday. It is either it's a good day or a bad day. It doesn't matter to well, me. I'm just saying, like, people are starting yeah. their week. I get to sleep until noon on the start of the week. Oh. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. It just happens to be Monday. This is the start of the week. Well, I mean, I'm working. I'm bouncing between four different jobs right now, so I'm never home. Mm-hmm. I'm never, mm. never stationary. So this not not working this weekend was a nice change of pace. It was good to recharge the batteries and 
you know, got to spend time with the babies, spend time with the babies and let them all shoot guns today. And I, dude, I tell you, I was smiling like the Grinch when he magged up my AR. <laughs> smiling like the Grinch. You know how, you know, the, like so the, you know, your lips just started going inside of like a tornado. Yes, like I was like, like my lips were touching my ears. It was just so, such a big smile. I'm so proud of That's you. Gold. It's awesome. Like, and he's just, he looked at me. I want to shoot your AR, but <laughs> let's go. And then everybody's watching for whatever reason. It's like he was the only one shooting at the time. Everybody's watching. Yeah. And then I racked, I racked it and I handed it to him. I showed him where the safety was and all that stuff, proper hand placement, sights, and all that kinds of stuff. And I shouldn't have even said anything to him about sights. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care. He flipped that thing on fire and just do 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 mag dumped it. And That's... then everybody's behind him, just looking at him like, "My man, yes, <laughs> yes." So it was a good day. He shot. God, he shot. He shot an AR uh, five five six and a um, twenty two. He shot an SKS. He shot oh. every pistol that I brought. Um, he shot other people's ARs. Like if you like if I if I had mine sitting on the table, and he walked up to JB the the guy that had it because he's got light and lasers and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Can I shoot your AR? Yeah, it's just like your dad's. Okay, cool. Can I shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. They're here to shoot. Shoot them. Yeah. Where'd y'all so, go for this? This was at his house. Who's? JB's. Oh, okay. <laughs> the annual pumpkin shoot. We didn't get to mag dump on the pumpkins. Why not? As a group. Why not? Because the kids didn't stop shooting. We were just letting the kids shoot. That's fair. Yeah. I should have let you go with the Grendel. Oh, I took my thirty out six. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Uh, how'd that run? I ran great. I never missed. My man, because I, I, yeah. It's, 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 it's. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> it's sighted. Yes. It's dialed. Indeed. It's locked in. What? Oh goodness! My child's telling me the movie's over. Well, anyway. Um. Again, congratulations to you and Thomas for real. Uh, everywhere yeah, I have seen you. you, Thomas has been there doing whatever, anything and everything. And I think that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's, he's like my caddy. When I go to a comp, he's like carrying <laughs> my bags around, feeding me, you know, whatever, just doing whatever he can to support me. He, he enjoys it a lot. You know, he likes watching everybody do all the cool stuff. I think I talked to him in Alabama more than I talked to you actually. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I was everywhere that day. I wasn't. As I was soon talking as talking to everybody. I and I, I hope people weren't thinking I was being rude because as soon as I got done with an event, I was headed back to our little our little compound that we had set up, you know, chugging mm-hmm. Taterade and eating rice krispies and uncrustables and <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah. I think you shared your Rice Krispies with me at Alabama too. That was awesome. Awesome. Always. He yeah. does like sharing snacks. I do like sharing snacks because I'm a fat bitch and I buy I buy the super mungus diabetes box. And you know, I think I had a hundred at Alabama. It's like please eat yeah. these. Please. Do you want one? Here, take six. <laughs> please eat these. <laughs> well, ma'am. 
We appreciate you coming on the show today. Do you have anything for us? Everybody you want to shout out? No, I don't think so. I think we pretty much touched on everything about uh, me. Yeah. Do you have any sponsorships? <laughs> any, um, like um, apparel or supplements or anything like that? No. Um, that would be a really nice goal for me to try to achieve is to try to get a sponsor. If I can finagle one to sponsor me. Uh-huh. 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 Well. I think yeah. you're talking to a guy that knows some people. Uh, well, Ooh. me being the only one that does strongman at Five Star Nutrition, that'd be cool to get a strong woman on the be squad. Cool to get a strong woman on there because there's a lot of strong lady powerlifters in that group. So having a lady oh, strongman wow. in that group would be really cool. Yes, that would be incredible. So, so I will see what I can do for you. The only shitty part. Is that the store, like the closest store is in Fort Walton Beach. Oh, uh, wow. That's the only shitty part. But with your code, uh, you get 15% and shipping is free on supplements. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like my code, AS-GOOD, gets you 15% off in-store or online, five-star nutrition. Hey. Anyway. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. So check them out. They're super, super good. helpful. Uh, I am not sponsored financially by them in any by any means like that. It's more like an athlete spot, like a like a yeah. like a what do you call it? Spotlight kind of thing or like representative? A, yeah, like a marketing type thing. You know, yeah, they help you know shine a light. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Well, that, I mean, that's a good start. You know, I mean, that could help you get someone possibly even bigger down the road. Yeah, maybe. Um, we got that, and with my brother Andrew Pappas for Credo Strength Equipment. Shout out to Credo Strength Equipment. Use code Fox It Up. Uh, and I used to have a code. I don't know if my code even. I don't know if my code does anything anymore because I had I have my own shirt with Credo. So uh, code good. Cool. Um, but anyway, um, Mr. Giles, do yes. you have anything for Miss Welch, Mrs. Welch? Excuse me. Um, do you have any socials you want to shout out? Instagram. Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, anything like that? Um, no, I mean I'm mostly active on Instagram. So I mean my Instagram name is wampus.cat underscore. That's a nickname that I got from my papa when I was born. So people can find me there and watch me do stupid stuff like break my neck or win a comp, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the same year. In the same year. In the same yeah, exactly. Very good. No, Very good. It. Okay, well, everybody go give that a follow and show some support. Yeah, go check her out. We would appreciate it. She would appreciate it, I think. And what is uh, Thomas's uh, business page on the socials? Um, so no Instagram yet, but the Facebook page is Renegator Remodeling. That's a dope name. So Renegator. Like Renovator. Yeah. Yeah, so like renovator, but renegator with a G. Yeah, so. um, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, you heard it, folks. Go, uh, go check them out. Go sponsor. Go, go, go support. Uh, do all the things. Um, man's just starting out. We're gonna help him out. As two former small business owners, we understand. Yes, the power that social media can have for your business, which um, may sound kind of silly. But a like on Facebook can go a lot farther than you think it can. 
Word of mouth is yep. still the best way to get business. Absolutely. Especially around here, word of mouth is the way to go. Holds a and lot it of sounds weight. like he's Definitely. real good at what he does, so let's help him out. Let's say the right people yep. saying the right things. Send a lot of good stuff your way. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. No, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, it was very good. I was looking forward to having you in here. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulties and everything that we had during the show. Um, <laughs> we're okay. we're in the process of updating our equipment. Not to say that our equipment is out of date, but uh, for our needs specifically for the show, we are trying to tweak it a little bit. Yeah, just so that we're giving y'all the best content we can give you. Like not having to pause cool. during the middle of the show because the mic comes unplugged or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. You know, which my uh, fault. I'm the problem. It's me. So I, I do have one announcement. Oh. Um, to let people know that I am now an ambassador for the beard struggle. Oh man, we pestered the shit out of them. Uh still do. Still do. Shout still out pestering. to the beard struggle. Sponsor us. Anyway. Um, I do have a discount code. I'll s I will start linking it to the socials by all um, means sir i believe my um reference code is viking zero so viking z-e-r-o viking z-e-r-o mm-hmm. and what does that get you sir uh it will get you 20 percent off to start with and then as i go up i believe it may add a little bit more off oh. maybe like 25 or 30 percent but right now you get 20 percent off your order very nice so that's cool. I don't have a beard right now, but I'm working on it. So I think you rock it. I don't have a beard. They do have some women products. Uh, their shirts, I okay, believe. Cool. They they have uh, some shirts, I believe. That's for women. I can I will look it up. Uh, they had dad hats. Everybody loves a dad hat. What does what is the dad hat? You know the old cotton hat. The whole like the whole head part of it is just cotton. That's like the dad hat. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll, I think I got one in the office, so okay. I'll have to show you. And while we're while we're talking about while he's looking at that, uh, some things that are coming up for us specifically, um, we may be doing some updates in here to where we will have video capability. Hopefully, within the next undisclosed amount of time, because I don't know. Uh, we will be able to have video with the podcast. So, oh, that's cool. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, because we have video capability with Discord. And obviously, having a live guest in here, we have the ability to do that. So, we're, we're working on it. We're going to be testing some stuff out here <laughs> and going to the, oh, why are you chuckling? So, I want to start looking up the page. For the uh, the merch and apparel on the beard struggle, uh huh. I don't think you've ever seen this show, but it's called the IT Crowd. We ever heard of it? Okay, it's a British show. They also, I believe, they also made an American version of it. But the website's broken, and they're using a GIF or GIF, however did you say it. And the GIF is the office for the IT room on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so they're basically saying the website is on fire. Oh. Because uh, they did have a Black Friday sale this weekend. Uh, you, everybody was getting up to like 60% off of their orders for the weekend for Black Friday. So I can understand why <laughs> it would be on fire. Just reading it. Oops. Website broken again. 
status 500 error the pagination component requires page info yeah and so they're yeah so they're they're yeah they've been busy this weekend i imagine they have yes but uh i do have like i said i do have a discount code um sorry we heard the babies giggling yeah. it was kind of adorable yeah um yeah that's that's all i got uh we are nearing the end of of what we're calling men's mental health month yeah, I have sincerely dropped the ball on my videos. I apologize. Your boy's been going through it, going through some stuff, and I haven't felt like I've had anything worth saying. So that's okay. Um, I just haven't. Well, we have a grand total of three days, well, four, four if we count tomorrow, counting tomorrow starting. We have four days left, and yeah. We're almost through it. Are we? Uh, are we doing the thing we talked about? Doing live and whatever. We'll talk about that off mic. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. She's ready to go. She's can, ready to go. I'm she's ready to go. She's not saying anything, but I can hear. I, I can do hear with her babies. Thoughts. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you for all the love and support and everything you've been giving us so far. We're we're doing the best we can to make this better every week, and you know we're getting we're getting some notable people in here. We're doing what we want to do still. And uh, we're just going to keep rocking and rolling for for Miss Livy, for my brother, Mr. Giles here, and for all of you lovely people out there. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Bye, everybody.